Hello and welcome back to another Be Easy podcast with uh, Jack and Marcel. Today we have another guest with us, Mila. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, introduce about yourself, what you do uh, to our audience, please. Yeah, hi, I'm Mila. Currently, I'm working as an art uh, creative director okay. <laughs> for three months now <laughs> at Lucid Studio in Berlin. Mm -hmm. And um, next to that job, I do some freelance photography and also smaller um, graphic design stuff. Yeah, when you, when we uh, saw your profile, you had an overview of uh, like a good, well-rounded uh, product design, uh, art graphic design, we really like and also <laughs> photography. So where, where do you see, how do you s describe yourself as more of a, uh, do you have a side uh, which is more dominant? Um, I tried to find that side, but I um, I failed completely. So I think <laughs> I'm really in between. I, I, I love to do several things at the same time and I think that keeps keeps my interest in the all of the creative stuff alive because I I get bored pretty well I'm not the most patient person so I just <laughs> like to yeah like I said do various things at the same time great great yeah you have a very aesthetic feed as well in your social media and we were uh then I saw the your title and you mentioned like the, uh, you're a graphic designer and you are well-rounded. So I got a whole overall picture about you mm. when you saw your website, then I was able to put together like, okay, it's, oh, that's how the mm. profile looks so aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and where are you from? Like, are you from Berlin or? No, I um, lived in Vienna before okay. and finished school there. And then I moved to Berlin to do my bachelor degree. And then I went to Halle for two years mm -hmm. and did my master's there. And now I'm back in Berlin. <laughs> yeah. So Berlin got you. <laughs> Berlin got me. Yeah, well, I was working for Lucid Studio for a very long time. I'm there for almost mm -hmm. 10 years now. Mm -hmm. I just kept in touch when I finished my internship and always worked for them um, mm -hmm. while studying. So mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. after I finished, they um, offered me the position as uh, art director. And I was able to start working immediately after school, which was cool because um, doing a master's degree in uh, graphic design is pretty expensive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you sure, have a lot sure. of material costs and stuff. So Definitely. I was <laughs> glad to get some money back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, yeah, when we were saying like, uh, what is the difference between art director and a creative director? Um, <clears throat> art director, you, you don't have that many responsibilities. The creative director is more on the managing side of the mm -hmm. whole um, company. And, but still, I'm doing a lot of design work, but um, I'm also coordinating the team a bit and um, I'm yeah more in touch with my boss. It's like mm -hmm. next level, but we have a really flat hierarchy at Lucid Studio, which is cool because everybody's involved in the decision making yeah. and stuff. But if it comes to a new business or something mm -hmm. like that, um, I'm involved in these things now, which is nice. I like to be involved in, in shaping the future of the company because I'm really also attached to it i love the values of the company and um yeah i, I enjoy being part of that it team sounds really interesting can you give us some more insights for work how it is to work at lucid uh, studios how how is your normal day or, or what's your normal work <laughs> i think why i like it is because it's again very <laughs> we Diverse, have to do a lot yeah. of of tasks um, mm -hmm. that are not the same every day so, of course, we do have a structure like doing Monday meetings and mm -hmm. um, all of these things, but um, it's diverse, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, everybody is really also in touch with the clients. We all have um, our responsibilities mm -hmm. and we're involved in the whole process from the start. Um, 
the ideal project um, is when we step in at a very early stage mm -hmm. and are able to guide the client from the start. So also a question, do you really want a website or is it something else which would be sure. better for you? So mm -hmm. not just offering, um, hey, you do websites. Yeah, we do websites and then we just take the content and do whatever mm -hmm. there so is. So really so make it uh, special for every client. Exactly, and, uh, really customize the yeah. product and, and think about how can we really make the optimized thing mm -hmm. for that specific <laughs> need. Um, and also to to give some consultant on the processes mm -hmm. behind it to make the, their lives easier because we have a lot of clients that are um, NGOs, for example. Mm -hmm. They don't yeah. have many human resources, so they need to have um, efficient processes. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. we also try to step in there and tell them, okay, if you use another backend solution, then you can maybe save costs or make your... Im you grow your impact because you yeah. can save so time. So you really try to help them in, in all of the ways. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that, that's cool. pretty cool because yeah. uh, for most of the people just want to sell. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the special thing about Lucid Studio. We yeah. really try to have a yeah. good client relationship and be on mm. an eye level conversation with them, and that's really enjoyable. Sure, because we also saw the studio and it looks amazing. So I was asking Jonas, like, why are we doing the podcast here? We should have gone yeah. there to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Could have asked. <laughs> it's a nice light there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. Great. And uh, yeah, uh, we saw some of the projects that you worked on, like uh, any, um, yeah, the light pollution project or the family uh, situation or even the, the smartphone technology recently, like how it's impacting people. Um, interesting, by the way. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> uh, which one was your favorite? And can you tell us a little bit about it? I can't really say what was my favorite, um, but I enjoyed all of them because mm -hmm. I, that's also something I love about graphic design because you can step into various topics and yeah. really do a lot of research without being having to be the expert in it, but you get some sort of sure, scope sure, of sure. the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, and again, you don't have to stick to that for years. You can just get in, of course, be patient about it, but um, then something else comes around. Yeah. Um, and I just try to have really to, to deal with issues or with problems or with items that I really mm -hmm. am patient about. So yeah. mm. all of these three things are sort of related to my personal story or my perception from my surrounding mm -hmm. um the family project for example um was because i was raised from a single mom and um mm -hmm. i just noticed that i always got got in touch like wow your family is sort of different where's your dad blah 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 yeah and yeah. i felt like okay there's something wrong with society and not mm -hmm. with the different yes. sorts of yeah. families sure. Sure. and i i really felt like okay i want to show the diversity yeah. in that field mm -hmm. um the light pollution project um arise because i'm really patient about environmental yeah. things and protecting mm. it and um yeah and the third project was just um it was my interest in in perception in general yeah and then plus how is it um influenced by our use of technology mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's paradise scope right Paradiscope. Exactly. Yeah. Paradiscope. Yeah, yes. <laughs> no, it's pretty cool. Like also, like I come from a design background on um, product designs and mm -hmm. stuff. So when I saw this, I was uh, yeah very much curious on the on the technique behind because it's <laughs> uh, it's uh, if I uh, got it right, like so if we put the smartphone and we see the world inverted. Upside right? down. Yeah. Exactly. And then you something sort of... which you don't see in, uh, in regularly. 
Yeah, and you really get confused if you use that thing uh, quite some time, then you just, oh, whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because also people come over and ask, what are you doing there? Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw the project uh, in the last minute, or I could have requested to, uh, to if we would have a chance Please to bring yeah, the camera. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> it's pretty cool, pretty cool. And uh, you also did the, the product design for this uh, project, right? The, you mean the yeah 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 the prototype so. itself yeah 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 pretty cool yeah uh, are there any projects you are working on right now or any upcoming projects um, you are interested in my personal projects right now are pretty small because I don't have that much time next to my job I mean I have a lot of ongoing series in my head for example mm -hmm. uh, on my Instagram feed there's a lot of the tiny people project yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I just collect these things and I mean I'm always around with my small Sony camera and she's just always with me. <laughs> I want to ask you, like, like it looked very uh, like filmy and uh, I thought like maybe like you used analog cameras for mm, that. No, 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 that's a digital small to, to keep it easy because I, I know myself, I, then I collect uh, films and then it takes forever to <laughs> <laughs> finish the things. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to keep that easy, but um, these things are basically always on my mind and I have view for it and always when i see something oh that could be <laughs> <laughs> and i just really don't enjoy taking pictures with my smartphone it's mm -hmm. just not the same <laughs> so i always have the small camera with me um yeah and at lucid studio i think my my favorite project is some um feminism project which mm -hmm. is not published yet but it's nice because i can also um illustrate do some illustrations and okay. layout and yeah mm upcoming i think there's nothing major right now i could yeah. talk about if there's something coming you can find it out on her instagram <laughs> channel <laughs> exactly, <yeah. laughs> um, and how do you get into this creative field did you start with graphic design did you start with photography what was the the, the first thing or what was your first step i started with graphic design mm -hmm. with the age of 14 so pretty early mm -hmm. um, i in vienna i went to a school there that form of school is not I, it doesn't exist in Germany, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's sort of parallel. You do your your matura, abitur, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and at the same time some education on a job, mm -hmm. and that was graphic design. And mm -hmm. that's I mean I got some basic knowledge about photography there as well. Okay, yeah, composition and all of the stuff. Exactly, yeah. you know. But we also got teached like the technical side mm -hmm. a bit but mm -hmm. i was not really interested in it in the beginning i just thought okay it's an interesting tool yeah. to help my graphic design and mm -hmm. then i thought well i don't want to ask every time somebody else to help me out with it and then i decided sure. for um graphic design bachelor with um an emphasis on photography mm -hmm. and that's where i really got into it and found out hey i really <laughs> like that also separately from <laughs> graphic design and yeah sure but it goes really well together i know a lot of people um who are graphic designer and photographer or did the one first and then the other one so i think uh, when you have understanding of colors and composition and all of the stuff then you can you can do both just what you prefer more right? exactly yeah. yeah i mean you can basically judge the outcome you can see mm -hmm. if it's if it were if the image works or sure. not mm -hmm. sure that sure. definitely yeah yeah, I started as a graphic designer, but I mm. knew after four years that I was, I suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> Threw it all away and then went to do engineering, continue engineering, and then now started photography mm. again. So, yeah. 
I never tried it, but just photography. Maybe I should. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I can do it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, how is it working with with brands at uh, at Lucid Studios? So is it like everything like super strict, or do you have freedom in creating um, the the content or the campaigns for the for the clients? That depends. Or is there a lot of pressure there, or is it like a really cool working environment, or? Um, that depends completely on the client. I can say in general, it's it's not a lot of pressure because, mm -hmm. like, yeah, we don't do really brands or um, commercial mm -hmm. stuff. It's all mm -hmm. basically non-profit cool. things. Um, so our clients don't have that strict um, timelines most of the yeah. time, mm -hmm. and, and um, we take a lot of time to develop this concept and pretty often the content is not even there yet and we sort of develop together mm -hmm. so it takes time and sure. um i think it's it's not like this crazy agency lifestyle thing that's not really hurry good. hurry hurry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, i feel like we're really taking our time to do the things right and yeah yeah exactly mm -hmm. okay yeah so maybe i should uh try once again as a graphic designer <laughs> <laughs> Because my schedule was working 16 hours a day, and then after two or three years, I really fucked my back, and then I really oh. don't want, didn't want to go back at all. <laughs> I completely understand. No, yeah. I mean we do over hours, obviously, but it's sure. it's also, for example, a lot of people at Lucid Studio have kids, and mm. it's completely fine when they leave the office at mm. four because they need to pick up their kids, sure, and sure. we have this policy there, and that's also something I really enjoy because, yeah, it's it the. We care about the situation of every individual. Mm. Sure, sure. Yeah. And yeah, in photography, I see that you are um, into minimalism and uh, travel uh, content and uh, street or people. Um, so how do you describe your style in, in photography? Mm. And what do you shoot or what's your favorite thing to shoot? It's a, it's a big question, yeah. Again, in between, sort of depends on my mood. I have my, okay. my faces where I go out uh, every night and, and shoot some weird places, long time exposure and I don't know, mm -hmm, stuff mm -hmm. like that. And then I have faces where I don't do that at all. Mm. Um, but in the end, I think my style is um, clean. Yeah, yeah. I would say the same, yes. Um, but I also enjoy doing analog stuff and then that also sort of, forces me to yeah. leave a bit of this cleanness sure, sure. Um, which i also enjoy a lot and for example i love doing cyanotypes because um it's super easy you can do it at home you don't need a lot of equipment sure but the outcome is always surprising <laughs> and amazing and individual and i, I also Definitely. love to see when you wash off this blue surface and then <laughs> it starts getting out it's yeah that's something amazing like amazing too. yeah and uh, yeah. yeah, what kind of gear do you use apart from the smaller uh, compact camera? Um, or is it always uh, travel light? No, not always. I mean, if I have portrait shootings, I use my um, Nikon D700, I think. I'm mm. not even okay. sure. Which <laughs> yeah, the first full, for full format place. camera, right? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and just a 50 millimeter. Okay. And um, it's pretty basic, but I also like that. Oh, it's a great it's, lens. Yeah, yeah, like 50, 50 mm. Nifty 50, yeah. 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 Like it's, it's a lot a of room for creativity. Mm. Sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like almost what we see now. So it's like the, the vision of the humans. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
And when you shoot uh, film, well, what camera, what film, or is it like a, a middle frame? Uh, or I don't do that very often, but um, for example, for my master project, for the family um, project, I used a camera that doesn't even have a brand because it's over 100 years old, mm -hmm. um, large format. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But back then I was able to use all of the equipment from the university, so mm -hmm. it was easy to develop everything um and right now i don't really shoot a lot analog it's, yeah mm -hmm. i mean doing these polaroid stuff yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes i mean I, i recently started to also take these things more serious because sometimes there are these moments that you can't yeah. Forced in another way than just taking Polaroid pictures of it, mm -hmm. and I I used to just yeah that's just the funny party whatever item, mm -hmm. but um, now I started to also see a connection between my digital collection mm -hmm. and these Polaroid pictures, mm -hmm. and I started to combining them, and um, I think yeah that's probably something that's coming up <laughs> okay mm -hmm. because i it starts to be in my head and i i see some small series within series i already have and combining mm -hmm. them and then you can mix two different types of yeah. work together exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and um a couple of weeks ago i did a workshop at um universität der künste udika a text workshop creative writing and that was great because i always thought okay i can't i can't write yeah. at all but i need some help because i'm some i sometimes needed it work yeah, yeah. and mm. then i sort of discovered hey that's fun it's cool it's, it's, <laughs> it makes sense mm -hmm. sure. and now i feel like this could be sort of the combining element between different um types of photography as well mm -hmm. so yeah. I sort of have a rough idea for a book in my mind right now to also be able to mix the media. And I also, for example, love the aesthetics of scanning stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. um, and that's cool for, I, I have a typewriter and I enjoy writing wow. on okay. that. <laughs> so then again, there's a mixed media stuff and mm -hmm. then I mm -hmm. write on that, scan it, combine it with scanned Polaroids, that's mix cool. it with different. Pretty cool, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying out a lot of stuff. <laughs> great, great, great. Yeah. yeah. But this is what creativity is about, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Trying a lot of different things and for especially to trying things nobody did before and see how it works out. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, like uh, how has um, the pandemic situation affected you uh, in the last week? The last month, sorry. Not that. I wish I can much. say weeks, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me too. Um, well, of course, we were in home office quite some time, um, which I did not enjoy because I have a really small apartment and I <laughs> literally okay. worked under my bed. <laughs> not cool. Um, but I was glad I, I have a balcony and the weather was fine. So that was yeah. Plus, I mean, you have the freedom to just go out and take pictures if you feel the light mm, is right. <laughs> so sure, that was sure. something I enjoyed. But in the end, it was okay. We one project at the office got postponed because of the financial situation but it's not we start again working on it right now mm -hmm. and we did not lose any bigger client or something so it was fine great yeah everyone us. were kind of understanding in the situation and uh yeah. helping each other out so mm -hmm. yeah we've all been in the same boat right yeah exactly. yeah exactly yeah. and uh, yeah how did uh lucid studio happen or uh, did you work anywhere before lucid studio 
I did some internships. Um, okay. Also, in, while I was working there, sometimes I, I did an internship and then worked on the weekends just to have some <laughs> sm small freelance stuff with Lucid Studio to keep in touch because I sure. also have some, of course, I mean, I, I worked there for 10 years now. Um, mm -hmm. I have a friendship-like relationship with colleagues and, and also the, the bosses. Um, yeah. And yeah, I started there as an intern when I studied and I started because I... Felt like, okay, you know, I don't want to really do commercial stuff. I want some mm -hmm. agency kind of thing that has strong values. And that is sure. what I found there. Also, paying a lot of attention on the content made a lot of sense for me. And mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. but it's also funny how the, the company developed. And at the same time, I developed sort of in the same direction yeah. without yeah. being attached to it all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. But we started with... Uh, simple infographics and stuff and now we're doing this amount of various <laughs> media and it's super cool for me because, because infographics uh, was a thing like it was a huge thing at yeah, one yeah, point yeah. and mm. uh, change it brought so much um uh, opportunities for graphic designers before that it was like okay reading articles and uh, when the time evolved and all the technology evolved People uh, didn't want to spend so much time and infographic was huge value for people spending just a few seconds and then understanding the whole scenario. Mm -hmm. Plus the possibility to share it on social media and stuff exactly. makes it much easier than reading a lot. So, exactly. Yeah. On Pinterest they are really big. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it blew up in Pinterest, Tumblr. Uh, yeah, all of the infographics definitely. Yeah. And uh, how like normally there is a saying that the creative person are really bad and uh, and managing people or as a running the management side <laughs> how do you balance creative uh, people are a mess yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. <laughs> um because uh, well i think you have to ask my colleagues <laughs> <laughs> but no i think i'm i'm not that bad in managing stuff i mean you also have to manage yourself if you're doing long-term projects you need mm. to have the time sure. frame sure on mind and also your financial resources and you have mm -hmm. to manage these things yeah, and yeah. well i think managing in that field the biggest challenge is to give enough space to every individual mm -hmm. person you work with because they have their potential and you need to support that potential so that's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. i think that's the, the biggest part to to be able to have all of these individual people with mm -hmm. their own mind their own goals and mm -hmm. and sure yeah walking together in one direction exactly, yeah. 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 yeah yeah because communication is also a huge part and uh look, for creative person it's really harder um in terms of managing the whole communication system for a, for a lot of different people <laughs> so coming from a creative background and entering uh and now operating as a creative uh manager like mm -hmm. i was curious how do you balance yourself out mm um yeah I, i mean like i said i'm really new to that position <laughs> um but for that reason for example i think this this um i was at a coaching this weekend before and i think that's something that's really important for me that yeah. i get some outside perspective mm -hmm. and get help for it mm -hmm. so ask people okay i'm having this problem right now and what direction would you go and just yeah i think that's that's always important to get help to get external perspectives and to get feedback not mm -hmm. only from your co mm -hmm. colleagues and um i think that also makes it easier to have a perspective for yourself to see yeah. okay i want to go in that direction and mm -hmm. reassure you sort of and mm -hmm. take the time to think about it um yeah and like i said communication is key yeah. I mean, yeah very important yeah 
and also getting a perspective as you mentioned from the outside person is very important as from colleagues like they would say mostly uh, good things <laughs> yeah. in the front and also having a big shoes and uh, there will there will be a limitation in communication with the colleagues so yeah like the reassurance is much important um to make sure you're on the right track and doing the exactly, right things yeah. yeah that's super important and also to make the time for the communication within the team i think that's yeah. sometimes something we we could do better because we have a lot of stuff to do and then sometimes we just forget to really yeah. sit together and talk about, okay how is our situation and then we we yeah we really need to force ourselves okay no we sit down and talk yeah, about yeah. how is everybody doing mm. and yeah i think that's something we could improve but it's always a time issue yeah sure and so in your free time you are working on your own projects or how is your your free time looking like yeah i do a lot of these small projects also with friends and for friends and mm. but i think that's always um collecting your karma points <laughs> um yeah like i said small portrait stuff or or working on i mean i take pictures all the time and then sometimes i just take one day and edit all of them mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um yeah right now both of my siblings uh, will marry next year so i have mm -hmm. a lot to do there as well <laughs> um yeah uh What else do I do in my free time? Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be too personal. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> yeah, um, to be honest, I don't have that much free time because mm -hmm. yeah, the job is demanding. Um, yeah, and then you yeah. have your own projects on the other hand, so yeah, yeah. I can imagine that this is already yeah. fulfilling. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So, and then I, I actually I travel a lot. I mean, right now, obviously not, but. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, Usually, I, I, yeah, my friends live all over the place, and mm -hmm. I also I visit Vienna pretty often because I, I have my family there, and still um, mm -hmm. my closest friends live there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. So I go there a lot. It's a beautiful town. Would love to go there for a shooting once. Never been there, but mm -hmm. I already have tons of spots from the city on my list. So <laughs> one day I will visit. visit. <laughs> yeah. Last time I, I traveled there, I went with my uh, kayak. I have some folding kayak. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> and on my back, which looks pretty funny because I look like a turtle. Um, <laughs> Do you have pictures? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> But I don't want to show. <laughs> that's personal. <laughs> um, Yeah, but that's also nice to shoot from the water, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. a new perspective. Exactly, yeah. 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 And you, yeah. you sort of start to be really calm there because of mm. the water and sound. Yeah. This is why I love stand-up paddling or something. Yeah. After 10 minutes, I feel like my whole body, my whole mind, everything is just going Boarding, down yes. and I'm with the water. And it's, when you come down from the board, you've, uh, board, you feel like you've meditated or something. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's really crazy. Plus you have this rhythm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Row. Yeah, that's that's pretty nice. Mm. I mean, I to be honest, I'm not patient enough for stand-up paddling. It's just <laughs> <too> slow. <laughs> But I really enjoy kayaking, so I'm, I'm glad I made the decision to buy a boat now in mm -hmm. the pandemic time. It's also pretty cool in the evenings in mm. Berlin. You have all of these small canals, and then you just sure you can also take your boat there. Jump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. really cool. And having your own boat is really nice because you can get in at one place and get out of the water at another sure, place, and sure. mm. makes you more flexible. Plus, you can do it. 
that might. <laughs> no, the inflatable boats were like you need to be. Yeah, you can of course get in one place and get out in the other, but you have to be there two, three hours before to pump the mm. whole thing. Yeah, I tried it. I also <laughs> live at the kennel. I live uh, immediately at Maybachufer, oh, yeah. and we also bought one of those inflation boats because it looked so nice. The people out there yeah. having fun, but man, it's some work. Uh, inflating it and then also the, the stream is going in one direction and we went with the stream and then coming back the whole way next day all my muscles everything i really felt like i was it was fun but it's it's exhausting so maybe i try a kayak next time I can yeah, they, always, the they just make one move and they slide through the whole water and with the boat you're like struggling and you're just cycling you know yeah. nothing is happening <laughs> plus you don't have to inflate it it's really you need 10 minutes to build it and then it's fine it's mm -hmm. pretty cool Mm. awesome yeah and uh yeah do you all do you guys also do videos in the studio or is it just photography and graphic design um we actually don't do that much photography as well it's really mm -hmm. more graphic design and um programming development so we have one um, development department and a design department okay and project management of course um For for other tasks, we have a, a big freelance network. For example, Gesine does. Um, she was here for one podcast as well. Gesine mm -hmm. Born. Mm -hmm. um, if we have some video questions, we go and connect with her. And mm -hmm. yeah, we have a huge freelance network already. Okay. And um, also for illustrations, sometimes when we need a specific style of something we can't do in house, then. Mm -hmm. We reach out to other experts. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But would you like to see yourself like um, to go more into creative side in the future or more towards the administration side? No, no, no. I want to stick <laughs> to the creative side, of course. I mean, I have yeah. these management tasks now, but um, I definitely enjoy the creative part more. I mean, it's necessary. And like I said, you always have to manage yourself as well. And yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm organized enough to do it. Um, but I would miss it extremely if I <laughs> would not be creating anymore. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right after school, I was not so sure if I really want to work in the creative industry. And then I studied um, art history for two semesters and mm -hmm. it was horrifying for me. <laughs> it was like, okay, I need projects. And then I started to do my portfolio and really, okay, now I need to study design again. <laughs> also, I like this, this sort of, rhythm you have with this project because you always work towards an end and mm -hmm. i i'm not theoretical enough to to be satisfied with i don't know writing an exam and then next mm -hmm. so you don't have this sure. thing in the end which sure, you sure can grasp somehow. <laughs> yeah for creators it's always the thing that the, the moment when they stop creating or they don't have the chance to create for a few days it's then they horrible. go crazy yeah yeah it's, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's so, so much fun, fun and it's really satisfying when you have a picture or some scene in your mind and then you go out there and then you came home and you collected that scene i don't know it feels so good yeah and yeah. when it's just missing for a few days it's always like I need to do it. It's, it's like, like an addiction. But a good addiction. Yeah. <laughs> Healthy one. Yes. <laughs> like I mean, yeah, yeah, like uh, yesterday shooting after three hours of sleep and then coming to the scene I was feeling horrible. But the moment when I started creating, I, I forgot everything. Yeah, like, and fun. I was really enjoying the, yeah. the whole process once yeah. again. 
if it was regular desk job then i would be complaining the the whole day <laughs> yeah. maybe 10 coffees later i still feel in a bad mood <laughs> yeah true well, that's where it sometimes starts to be not that healthy if you yeah. start to forget to sleep and to eat because you're so into something mm-hmm. you just want to finish it and everything else is not important anymore yeah. you forget about any but sometimes this, that's also it gives you like Sometimes I can finish projects like really fast just because it's like so much fun and like deep into it. And I think it's maybe an hour. Then I check my phone and it's five and a half. And I think like, yeah. oh, okay, I'm hungry, but I don't feel anything, you know. So I think it can sometimes help. But yeah, you have to watch or to uh, answer your body and yeah, give some energy and stuff like yeah, this in between. Yeah, and include breaks yeah, and yeah. relax in between and really... Well, this we Definitely. should practice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think all of us working in creative field is always because you don't have this border between okay, that's work, and now I stop working yeah. and don't yeah. think about it anymore. It's it's in your mind all the time. No, uh, the uh, perfect example was there was a collaboration which Marcel and I did together mm. with them, and to create travel content, we were there four days. Uh, we only slept like three to four hours a day and uh, even like a hotel called us the next day and they were like, yeah, you were supposed to check in yesterday and uh, are you not coming? And we said like, no, we checked in and checked out <laughs> and they did not even realize it. And we were running the whole time driving 2,500 kilometers or so in, the, in less than three, Busy all day. four days or so, 2,500 kilometers. Yeah. We both were drinking uh, filled with coffee <laughs> the whole time. We loved it. But. Uh, yeah, we then at at times like we forget that okay, it is a part of uh, that we also need to relax and enjoy or uh, yeah, take a break. Uh, yeah, also when you are always on schedule and stress, yeah. it's really hard to get creative. I don't know. I always feel like when I'm relaxed, then it's easier to to get creative or to have ideas how to how to do the project. But when you are always just running, 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 then um, it's hard to do something out of out of the things you planned, you know, because then it's just like you're running down your schedule and then it's, it's exactly. done. Exactly. I yeah. think in the in the starting phase of a project, it's really important to mm-hmm. be calm in your mind and to mm. relax enough because I think you cannot really come up with new ideas if you didn't sleep enough. And sure. Mm. But if if the concept is there and you just have to go through it and produce sort of yeah. Mm-hmm. then it's fine i think to mm. reduce sleeping and stuff as long as you have the break yeah. sure yeah. 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 i think two days uh, after coming back two days we were just sleeping i was two <laughs> days there uh, just on my couch <laughs> and uh, yeah one important question which i wanted to ask like which is which will be super helpful for a lot of creative person no matter the field is like contracts like uh, a lot of people uh, take it lighter um or, or some people take it obsessively how important do you think uh, when a person, uh, when a creative person working with a brand or something, the co- how important contracts are? <laughs> Big question. Um, well, I think it is important and it it's important that you are reliable and that your mm-hmm. contract partner is reliable and you cannot mm-hmm. be sure of that if there is no contract in the yeah, end. Yeah. And I think it's it's it makes your life easier to just have contracts and everything is clear. Yeah, and you yeah. don't yeah. have to worry about anything. Then I it's think it's also easier later to uh, uh, deliver the results that the client wants because when mm-hmm. you have the contract and everything is clear written down and you know what you what you're going to focus on. 
Yeah. And often when there is no contract, then you create the stuff and afterwards they say like, well, that's not exactly what we wanted. Yeah. But then it's like, yeah, but I have no guidelines and nothing. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I always prefer a contract. Contract yeah. and even I think uh, a clear or, or detailed estimate or is yeah. super important to really clarify in the beginning what they can expect and what you will deliver. Mm -hmm. um, so even even when you work with friends, I think maybe it's even more important because it's always when, when money comes in, it's difficult and mm. you don't want to risk friendships sure. with these issues. So you just mm. make a contract, everything is clear. Mm -hmm. mm. If I would start working together with somebody and, for example, starting an own company, I would definitely never ever do that without having a contract in the, in the sure. first place. And mm -hmm. also mm -hmm. already talking about, okay, we will have coaching sessions twice a year or something. Yeah. I think it's really important to... to mm. To reassure you verbalize and it and yeah. also write it down and have your signature on it and it's just sure. it makes the things easier mm -hmm. i think for sure yeah, yeah because the, this is one common thing that creative people normally struggle or overlook because uh, as soon as they get an opportunity they are excited to start and uh, jump on the project beginners mm -hmm. mostly <laughs> exactly yeah. well also so, for uh, yeah. some people with experience uh, they also struggle still like mm -hmm. if a contract is necessary this is an opportunity I don't want to leave, like, uh, let mm -hmm. me jump on it right away. And mm -hmm. uh, or even some people who wanted to do it, they are uh, struggling without a proper direction. So, yeah, th this is why I was asking you this question, because you have seen both the sides. So for the people who are listening, always get a contract. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's it's OK if you really trust somebody. And for example, we have some clients and there is a lot of organizational um processes in the background and the contracts mm -hmm. take longer because they have to go through a lot of instances yeah um and then i think it's fine if you have some relationship and you can trust on okay the, the contract will be there but we start yeah. now but that depends on sure. how sure. good you know the other person mm -hmm. sure but in general i would say contract first <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but for me it's actually the same with clients i worked before and i know they are serious then i already start working before the contract is there but when it's the first time i do nothing until the contract yeah. is signed mm -hmm. from both yeah. sides before that i just do nothing yeah i think that's good self-protection so doing something right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, um, uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, please go on. No <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, do you have any uh, most favorite project that you have uh, worked or uh, any not bad experiences or something which mm, you would do differently that or, um, from the past? Mm, I think I would. Um, during my master's studies, I think I should have. Um, stopped trying to please the professors earlier mm -hmm. <laughs> because when it started to just do the project the way I wanted to do it it yeah. was much better for mm -hmm. me and the outcome and in the end I pleased the professors because I think they that, that was their initial thought that they wanted yeah. to force me to do what I want and I was just not not really getting the, the idea of it I really struggled and had some projects that I or created one project that I really still don't like mm -hmm. <laughs> because there was just this misunderstanding of okay i don't know what you want and yeah it was really hard but after that i really made a huge step and just said okay no i i will do do it my way and mm -hmm. then it worked out much better so i think if you're studying something creative you should just be sure what is your direction and then go for it and if you really 
are patient about that and then it will work out and people will like the results mm -hmm. sure yeah as long as you do it with passion uh, yeah and yeah exactly and your uh, most memorable project that you have worked on or your favorite project or even a project that uh, you couldn't complete and that's in your wish list uh, for a long time um i think two projects that i still don't like got off my list is are the is the light pollution project mm -hmm. on the one hand because i still collect dead insects <laughs> and make cyanotypes of them <laughs> um which is always a bit disturbing for guests when they arrive to my apartment and what is that well yeah the, a few butterflies they are dead yes i know <laughs> um and for example i'm planning to go to gulpe again um which is a, a light Schutzgebiet, um, mm -hmm. some sort of what's the name for uh, what? Schutzgebiet? Lichtschutzgebiet. Well, let me find out. <laughs> oh, it's 21st century. <laughs> <laughs> But for people who doesn't know cyanotypes, like, um, can you explain the process to them? It's a sanctuary. Mm, okay. Yeah, or a reserve. 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 Yeah, also uh, works. Yeah. Okay. So a light, light reserve. Um, mm -hmm. Which is pretty nice also to take pictures from the sky and da, da, da. And yeah, I will yeah. go there with my boat and start <laughs> doing the pictures from the water. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious about that. Um, and the cyanotypes, well, you have to mix some chemicals and then mm -hmm. put them on paper. That works. Mm -hmm. And then dry it. <laughs> and then put your negative on it. and Or you can even print something on, on a foil. And mm -hmm. then whatever you put there, it's like, Yeah, you, and then you put it um, either under sunlight or um, to dry it off. No, to to um, to cure it or yeah, develop it. Yeah, and then you wash it off mm -hmm. with simple water, which makes it easy to do it at home. He's They look cool. pretty cool. Yeah, they look pretty cool. And this, yeah, this one you use it for the light pollution project, right? For the uh, moths. Uh, exactly. There, I just exchanged the negative with um, insects. Mm -hmm. I I stick them on foil yeah. um, as well, and then I just put it on the surface with the chemicals, and then they leave this nice print. Mm -hmm. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah, I never heard of it. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. No judgment. <laughs> interesting. It's always this word where you don't know if to. <laughs> like that's bullshit but <laughs> no it's something i never heard before that's it that's it <laughs> but i think it's nice that you even with the things you can like create something super unique so yeah so it's, it's really cool every print is completely yeah. unique and, and it's also like design of nature so it's cool it's really cool yeah there is another technique right like a uh, similar to this called tin plate uh tin type photography mm-hmm Uh, so even there, like uh, what they do is similar method. So mm -hmm. they cure the tin plates with different chemicals. It has to be wet and then they uh, bring it to the spot and um, uh, insert it in the camera, expose mm -hmm. it to the light. And this one collects all the information mm -hmm. and then they have to close it again and they have to uh, develop it on the spot. So this ha this process has to happen before the, the liquid is dry or... Um, Uh, yeah, then you don't get a picture at all. Mm -hmm. So when I saw the cyanotype, like I was, uh, uh, like it, it's a kind of similar technique, which is super interesting. It's also mm -hmm. was developed at sort of the same time. Um, yeah. 
But the difference is that for cyanotypes, you need some sort of negative. It's not a direct sure. process. But, but you can make mm -hmm. multiple well, on this technique, like uh, you get uh, your picture on a, a tin plate. Exactly, yeah. But it's this one thing and exactly. you can duplicate it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That was why, in the end, the salt prints um, mm -hmm. got more popular. Yeah, yeah. Instead of tin types, because you were able to duplicate it. Mm -hmm. Oh, and also the liquid they use is uh, really harmful. Yeah. And uh, it can really damage your skin permanently. Um, a lot of people who are still doing it as a hobby um, had to protect themselves really seriously. Mm -hmm. And some experts can really tell by looking at the person's hand, like, okay, this person does this uh, technique mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it really damages the, the skin forever. But the process mm -hmm. before that, the daguerreotypine. Yeah. They were even, I mean, people died from that. And Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Photography. <laughs> <laughs> so that's and another advantage of the digital um, photography because you don't have to use these exactly. chemicals. But yeah, that's another thing I like about cyanotypes because you can just wash it off and it's nothing sure, sure. harmful in the end. Yeah. And talking about the digital age, like uh, how is social media uh, an influence for your business model, uh, for the studio or for your personal projects? Um, in the studio, we don't work a lot with it. We have mm -hmm. LinkedIn, but as we don't have that much visual output all the time because we yeah. have these really long concept pages, yeah. we decided to not, um, for example, have an Instagram account mm -hmm. because it would not really make sense. Um, you have to really post frequently and yeah. mm -hmm. we would not manage that. Um, for me, it's just, um, inspiration. Of mm -hmm. course, I follow people. I like the style and then mm -hmm. I really get a lot of inspiration from that. Um, yeah. And it's easy to have some sort of portfolio online. I think you need to have yeah. something like that in our sure. times. Yeah. Showcase should be there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't enjoy, um, being on Instagram all the day and I really try to also have my days off and not <laughs> look at it at all. So no TikTok as well. So just uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, sometimes you do like digital detox or stuff like that. So you say mm -hmm. this today, no camera, no laptop, no phone or, and no or is it just, is just for the social? Okay. But um, yeah, I, I do these days off where I really just I mean it's when I go hiking or something I'm really mm -hmm. a nature person and then I definitely don't look at my phone the whole day and it's yeah, just but it's also better but the camera is with me so, <laughs> so the camera goes everywhere yeah yeah that's cool. Yeah. cool I always have it with me um, and what what lens do you use for the camera? That's a compact. The compact. Oh, the compact yeah. one. Okay. To, to make it easy and not, nice. not really think about the device as much. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I said, I think when I, I when I do that complicated step around and really think about okay, what lens? But but and I just start or I just stop doing it because it's too complicated. <laughs> mm -hmm. When I just have this camera with me and. I mean, of course, there are limitations and sometimes there are pictures where I think, ah, oh, damn, we could have done it with a better camera. But mm -hmm. in the end, I would not have done it at all if I yeah. would not have that small one with yeah, me. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. much easier. And I the best camera is the camera you always have with you, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Really. I started trying that method um, on a travel through Mexico. Mm -hmm. And I really said, like, yeah, that's it. That's my way of taking wow. photos because it's so easy. And I, I, I sort of, I can jump into the photo mood 
yeah. anytime I want mm-hmm. and it's with me and I don't have to carry a lot of stuff and <laughs> yeah and in the end it's not not the gear you use that makes a good image so yeah, sure. yeah, yeah it's, sure. it's uh, creativity you use what makes a good image yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Often people think they need like super expensive cameras mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. But uh, when you have a good idea in your mind and you know how to do it, and you can even do it with a smartphone, and exactly, it will yeah. look amazing afterwards. Yeah. So it's just I, I yeah, I I found out that I don't enjoy taking pictures with my phone. It's just not as I I need <laughs> to look through the. For me, it was the same, but since half a year, I really love it. I don't know, these new phones, they are like, you have a wide angle telephoto and a normal lens in there. So it's it's super fast. I don't have to change lenses. That makes the process for me way easier than like carrying all the gear, carrying all the lenses. Then, okay, I need another lens. I have to open the back, get the lens and all of the stuff. You just open the app, click, and I'm good. So the simplicity is something I really like. And also the quality of the phones these days is crazy. Especially when you shoot, so I shoot mostly uh, for Instagram. So I know the content will be viewed on on this screen. So why do I need like a 5K full frame camera at the end? uh, It will get compromised. Nobody will ever see the difference. But when I shoot for a client, okay, for sure I use the camera. But these days it's powerful. You should try it once. It's really fun. (laughs) (laughs) I think now I'm good with my small Okay. Great. Yeah. Um, uh, where can people uh, find your projects, uh, like your past project or your future projects, uh, just in Instagram or in your website as well? On my website as well. I will update it soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and on Instagram. Great. And uh, yeah, one question we would uh, normally ask is like, uh, uh, what is your advice for beginners uh, in the creative field? Uh, do you have any advice that you see in recent? Uh, 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 youngsters or people who want to get into this field complicating which for which you can give guidance to mm, yeah I think it's it's important to know your values to to know what's important for you what clients do you want to work for and and really start from that side mm-hmm. when depending I mean even photography or graphic design it doesn't depend it's it's just you should know for who you want to work and then on, and for with whom you want to work with and um, I think that's that's most important. Great. And uh, yeah, for your work, people can follow you on Instagram to get more updates on your future projects and your website, right? Yes. Check that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank uh, you. And yeah. And we will catch you up again, once again, with the next guest on the next uh, podcast episode. Uh, Say hi to uh, Mila in her Instagram and her website uh, for uh, her projects. And don't forget to say hi to us as well. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Awesome. That was good. I'm almost sleeping, but it's good. (laughs)